Hello and welcome back to episode two of our mini-series named The Tales of Amateur Football. Today we'll be delving into a world surrounded by junior football. It's called Game Day. Okay, so obviously we'll be looking at Trick's Tales, Fails and Gareth Bales again. But this time it will be junior football rather than school football as we move up the footballing pyramid. I'm joined by George Carden and Mikey Partington, two new guests today. Wehey. Okay. How are we, lads? I'm very good, thank you, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad, I'm Mikey. Yeah, good, mate. How are you doing? Good? Good. I'm very good. <laughs> One take, Jack. Oh, yeah. Thank, thanks for both asking how I am. That's very thoughtful of you guys. I said, how are you doing, mate? No, I know. Thank oh, you. Okay. Checking off on you. <laughs> right. Uh, in more specifically, in terms of junior football, we delving into how you got into it, the youth tournaments, the awards, the boots, the kind of memories surrounded with uh, junior football and what comes with it and what first comes to mind. So we'll delve straight in. So, Mikey, I'll start with you. Briefly tell me, how did you get into youth football? Um, I think it's probably the same as most kids, you know, five, six years old, I think I was. We had a few friends at school that were looking at going into like a Saturday team and playing football outside of school. So I think it was just um, kind of, we kind of all went together and we went into the same team. It was um, at a club called Elton and Walshaw that was near me. So Very well known. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Nationwide. Big player from the day one. <laughs> obviously. And um, yeah, so there was a few of us that went into that and we kind of just, kind of just went from there. Obviously before then it was probably just playing football in the garden with my dad and you know, you had the after-school clubs and stuff, but yeah, um, I think my first proper team was out on a wall show. I joined them at about five or six and was there for a few years after that, just playing with my mates. George? Uh, I remember, like, I've got this photo, and it's um, it's like under fives, under sixes. And I don't know if you remember those days where there was probably about, I remember this photo, it's about 20 of us, and obviously it's only like six or seven aside. So um, I've got a memory of being really young and playing like just a massive group of lads at school, Seaford Town Football Club. Um, f- fewer mates who might be listening might remember that Daniel Cummins probably won't be listening but um, and then I remember moving on to like year, f- year four year five and joining another team called Seaford Wasps they were yellow and black were um, they rivals? we didn't really play Seaford Town much I think they were in a better league than us but um, it, w- it was good fun and that's when I started playing in goal um, as a youngster nice. before the goal size went up and I actually remember it I don't know I've got a memory of like I remember it was Ben Foster away at Old Trafford and he was at Watford at the time when he was first at Watford. On lo- I think he was on loan. And I remember him having this like blinding game at Old Trafford. And then I just got it in my head that I wanted to be a goalie and then um, went in goal. How long of, did it last? Uh, well, I played there until until I started secondary school. I won Manchester Player of the Season, Players Player and Parents Player in two seasons. <laughs> no joke. I've got the trophies as evidence. And... Um, I did a good job. Uh, I did a good job. It was good fun, but then the goal size goes up. Obviously, I might be tall now, but um, I was a small little lad back then, and uh, I couldn't contend with the with adult goals. Fair play. I mean, I think when I must have been about four, about four or five, and then there was this like, on a Saturday morning. There was like a a soccer school down at the Astro in in Lim, where I'm from, and um, just went down there, and then from about under. Oh, I think we must have been five or six, and then from about under sevens, under eights, we were doing like JJ, you know, the soccer dome near yeah, the yeah. Trafford Centre. We were doing tournaments there. Oh, okay. So that was like unofficially, and then we got put into like this friendly league thing up until you're about 10. 
But no, it was good fun. Mikey, now, George has kind of explained a little bit as to what kind of horrific goalkeeper he was. Um, what kind Acrobatic of player, player. What kind of player were you? It's weird. I always played, growing up, I always played on the wing. I don't know if it's because growing up watching United, you always watched, you know, the likes of Ronaldo, Rooney, who played out wide. and Yeah, Rooney, that great winger. Yeah, well, he played out <laughs> wide a lot of times, actually. So um, when, he had the, when he had the legs. Yeah, when he had the legs, when he had a bit more pace. But yeah, I think there was a lot of us in our team that liked playing out wide for some reason or up front. There was quite a lot of us that wanted to play up front when we first joined the team. So obviously we had to compromise. A few of us played out wide. So I was not blessed with pace, obviously. Um, what were you doing out on the wing then? I've not got a clue, mate. I think, to be honest, I was more of a get the ball, get it as when far he says the, the wing, as possible and cross the ball. Just get it in. So, bit yeah. of a Matthew Everington. Yeah, I was not blessed pace. Bit more finesse on me, but um, yeah, <laughs> played played out wide a lot, and um, a little bit later on, I think more central midfield. But yeah, it was mainly out wide. Technician. Yeah. Nice. I remember. Um, I used to be. I think when we were like eight or so, and we we're doing these tournaments, I used to be pretty nimble and pretty quick because I was just dead small. Yeah. But then as soon as I think we we won won the league in, in about two thousand and eight and got pushed up a division, but then everyone started growing, and our team, particularly me, were just like down in the three, four-foot <laughs> categories, yeah. and we were struggling. It was like getting beat. That's like, why you'd always get those, like, you'd be like nine or ten or whatever, and you'd get those, just those kids that would be about, well, they felt like they were six foot. They are probably only about five foot seven or something. Yeah. But they were just always, and you'd be like, you're playing against men or something. You're about five foot two just can't deal with it. And then I remember you always get those summer tournaments you'd get with your team. Yeah, yeah. And they'd be about, felt like hundreds of teams. But then I remember we'd go up to London, we went up to London, London at one point, for this tournament, and we got absolutely smashed by this team. Um, like, I don't, we were just like, all the, we were just these little kids. I mean, it came up against these guys, and they were all about, well, felt like six foot, and just couldn't deal with it. And then, Definitely went home with our tails down, basically. I was going to move on to that as next point, youth tournaments. Mikey, what are your memories of them? Anything that stands out in particular? How did you get on? Um, Yeah, I think there's a few. It was always like just kind of, you know, like your first thing after summer, obviously you have the summer break, and it was always like pre-season ones, you know, on a Saturday morning where it was like Keen. get up really <laughs> early. It was like 8 o'clock in the morning. You start your first game and there'd be so much optimism and then obviously you play all these games against all these teams i think it was good because obviously you had you know like every saturday you'd play a team in a league and you got to play all these different teams mm. in one day and a lot of like excitement but yeah there's long always days. they always had like bouncy castles and stuff yeah, on the exactly. side and like burger vans and then i remember the pitch has always been super small yeah so i remember like you sometimes take goal kicks and you could almost score like it would bounce over their goal. Yeah, yeah. So I try, I try a few of those. Try, try and get myself a the old Tim Howard goal or whatever. Now I remember. Yeah, to be fair, I think burger vans and little juices were iconic back in the days. Yeah. Uh, little what? Juices. Then, like, juices. Juice pop. Oh yeah. You yeah, can yeah. Sell oh, those ones things at the school discos where yeah. you did the slides. Them and then, uh, yes. Oh, legendary. They're the ones. No, but I remember tournaments used to be really fun. I think. I remember one one story that will always stick out. We must have been eight or so, and I was running through and goal, and this guy was pulling pulling my shirt from behind me, and I turned around and I can remember saying, Pulls like getting really, no, <laughs> what, what's the need for that? <laughs> and I remember uh, I called him a bugger. Oh, so almost almost the same. Jack Jack Slang. being hardcore in 
as aged eight or nine, someone's pulled my shirt. So he retaliated by absolutely leathering me, kicking me as hard as he could with his... Um, no. But he caught me on my shin pad, so it's fine. Yeah. But he, I, he got booked and because um, he, he thought I said... I called him the F-word. Oh. Didn't. Um, don't know how he got that confused. I know. Neither do I. But he got booked and then... He got I don't booked know what, at that age? It, was it, eight it or was nine? literally assault. <laughs> she's just been pulled assault, off the pitch, Assault doesn't know any boundaries, Mikey. Mm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you've got to be penalised, otherwise you'll be getting card, away with that. Get exactly. on with the game, shake hands. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember he got penalised and then I got well upset and felt well guilty for getting him a yellow card. <laughs> I was like, well, it's not really your fault in hindsight, but... I don't know why you feel guilty. I know, neither. But yeah, any um, any stories that particularly stick out? Any runs you went on in youth youth tournaments or I'm um, I don't really remember the what happened in those summer youth tournaments and stuff. I remember like I you'd always remember those certain games where you go there was one called they were called like Sovereign Saints and it was this nearby town called Eastbourne. And there's always teams that you just remember just like losing every single time you played them. But I don't know, I just I didn't actually play out field much when I was at that age. And then um but being in goal it was it was pretty fun and um There'd be a lot of times where you, I remember when I came in, it was like not bigging myself up here, but we'd off when I came in because the team were quite newly formed, and there was this goalie, and I actually like what's the word? Ousted him out of his place. Is that the right word? Like I'm not a clue, mate. took o- took over as the uh, first choice. Um, Ousted became the yeah, number like, one. Yeah, I, 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 I've heard it before. I think I yeah, think like, you're right. Yeah. yeah, like kicked him out of his place just by being a bit better. But it wasn't. I don't think it was too hard. But then, uh, yeah, the scores would go from like fourteen nil to about six one. So, to, I know it's still a a big, a big, a bit of a big improvement. Have but you got names? Are you gonna are you gonna call him out on the podcast? I don't actually. <laughs> me- I don't remember his name <laughs> to be fair because he, he left soon after. Oh, how convenient! <laughs> exactly. No, um, but it was it was good fun, and, and it, that's the thing of youth football though, because you can kind of you don't you can go in, you don't have to have any experience <laughs> in any position. You can just say, I want to play here, or I want to yeah. do this. And not many people want to be a goalie at that age, so it's probably why I went there. Yeah, I think (laughs) that's the point as well. You obviously ask about like tournament memories. I think at that age, you kind of just remember, as you say, like the bouncy castles, the juice bottles. You might. I remember every every little detail of them. I don't remember. I think at that age, remembers every every screamer. Yeah, I think at that age, it was just playing for fun and obviously being with your mates. It wasn't for us. It definitely wasn't competitive. Like obviously, you're in a tournament environment. That sounds like you got beat fifteen nil every single game. Got me, mate. You got me. <laughs> Thing is, though, when you play for like a bit of a worse team, I remember we wouldn't win all the time. We'd draw quite a few. We'd obviously lose quite a few. And when you, when, you, when you do lose, <laughs> when you do lose, it's like at, at that level, it's always going to be quite a high score. But um, when you when you win, it's like it just feels amazing, especially when you're playing for a bit of a crap team. Drinking so. absolute scenes that evening, I guess. Drinking up loads of orange juices, everything. Lovely. Now, if we're moving on to kind of at the end of the season, obviously you've got your your team fun day you might have or you might have an awards evening. I think we had quite a lot of the bouncy castles and the the weird games that you'll never, ever play again until you probably have a kid and then do it over with them again. Yeah. Um. So if is there any particular awards that stand out? Because I remember if we're talking awards, what have we got? Best player? Uh, parents and managers. Mm-hmm. Then there was the old most improved, yeah. aka the Mikey Partington Award. <laughs> I did actually win that. <laughs> I did actually win that. I've still got that. I think that's on my shelf it's, at it's, home. Oh, really? I still got that. An yeah. awards an award. To be fair, well, I, I did mention it briefly earlier. Obviously, you got you've got your standard 
like the one where it's just like the, the person running along or kicking a football and it's yeah. just like 2007 8 season oh the participation the, one yeah that yeah, everyone yeah. gets that it'd be, it'd be, it'd be rude not league. to get that one exactly yeah. and then i remember our team there was the there was like an age group above us and then there was our our group first so i was there for like two or three seasons but first season one manager's player and then second no third yeah i think first season manager's player and then parents player um i was a good sportsman you know some people like to sulk when you lose i was always kind of took the defeat quite the defeats quite well um so i think that's why just, I got yeah that. just the one defeat ever just, yeah yeah <laughs> no, took the took the the many defeats quite well but um and i think second season one players player so i'll always i'll always hold that to myself still got those in my room to this day um three football boots you know the standard black yeah. and gold look the on umbro. them we always had like the umbro ones i don't know like the umbro trophies it's like an old Umbro boot or like an Adidas Predator. Yeah, they were yeah. always the yeah. Yeah, I remember I th- I, we had a Puma one thrown yeah. in there one year. What about you, Jack? What's your um, favourite? What's your best awards, if any? See, I didn't actually get many awards. I was always, you know, a team player, aka you're un- not you're un- un- under the radar. Sportsman. You're like you're like the Mark Albrighton. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'll take that. Um, no, I, as I say, my pace kind of tailed off when I was about nine years old. So I went onto the wing, um, but I wasn't a bad crosser and dribble and stuff. So I've always played on the wing really since then. Um, but then again, like I say, because wasn't the fastest, I ended up being the ones playing the passes to the forwards and then just letting the other winger bomb on. Mm. Jack Bennett, there's a year shout out. <laughs> the pay- we had two alternate wingers, one who was slow and compassable and the other one who could, you know on FIFA when you nudge that button and it goes oh, yeah. heavy yeah. on the joystick. Heavy yeah. Double LB. That was Jack go. Bennett all over, but it worked to give it to him. <laughs> Um, in terms of awards, I think in, I remember as a team we, when we won the league when we were about eight or nine, we went to this awards evening and got a trophy, and it genuinely was the size of the World Cup. <laughs> I'm, I will send you a photo. We can put it on the on the Twitter or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it was really heavy, and it was the size of the World Cup. I'll have to put my awards on there as well, just to just to prove yeah. I'm not a liar. No, I remember. <laughs> no um, one, no one's, no one's denying you won a couple of. Um, <sighs> Some, awards, I've got, I've got it on my CV actually, all of it. Oh, you, you haven't? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um, no, but I remember another another thing. I don't know if you guys had this, but our like local uh, newspaper, like the Seaford Gazette, they would do like the li- football roundup of all the junior football. Yeah. And I mean, it was only because the manager, um, well, his son also, his son played, but also his wife uh, wrote a lot of like wrote a lot of the stuff there. Yeah. Um, so we'd always get your little column and and like. Get, you get your little headline. Did you get a name so mentioned. I've got a few cutouts, and there's one like I don't know. I'm not. I'd be lying if I told you if I remembered it. But it was there was one where it was like Carden saved the day or something. No, it wasn't. Carden saves the day. I've got a cutout, <laughs> and like it's only in this little like free local newspaper. That'd make you feel but great. When though. you're a kid, yeah. you think you think you're like a pro footballer. You've made it there, mate. And yeah, so that was that was always nice memories to look back on as well, especially reading the little match reports. Yeah, I think we had. The only thing I can remember is there's a little magazine in Lim called Lim Life, mm. believe it or not, it's about <laughs> Lim Life. And um, for the team photo for winning the league, we got in there and then I remember my late granddad used to have a cutout of it um, and kept it. And then I remember looking back on it, I was like, oh my God, we thought we were, <laughs> we thought we were the, the dons, the business, Bees to names. say the least. Mm. But yeah, what about yourself, Mikey? What for? Uh, any awards or team awards? Yeah, you or? know what? I think I was the same as you. I didn't win loads of big awards. I remember winning, strangely enough, I remember winning the goal of the season award once. Yes! Which was, the they're the weird ones. Like, 
I think it was one season we'd have that award and then the next season we wouldn't have it. But I remember this one season I did win it. It was, to be fair at the time, I didn't actually think it was that good of a goal. It was a simple, I can't remember... I remember like little bits, you know, when you kind of remember what position you're in. And Go on, talk, talk us through it. So I think I remember we were 3-0 down and like, <laughs> I can't remember who we were playing or, or whatever, but we were 3-0 down. I remember getting put through. I must have been up front because I was like quite was central. Like FA Cup first round or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is quite a professional game. Yeah. No, I remember, I think I was like through on goal. I got played through and I remember going round the keeper. Or I saw the keeper coming out. So I went to go round the keeper and kind of just pushed it past him. And went quite wide with it, but still shot. Mm. And it went in from quite a tight angle. And I remember at the time, like they were, I was quite surprised it went in. And like the team were obviously, we actually came back to draw the game free all. And like I remember, we were talking about it after the game. And then at the end of the season, I won the goal of the season for it. So I'm, I'm thinking sort of Mo Salah. It was this season yeah. actually. Who was that against Mo Salah? In the group stage, I think. Oh, I in the right against right. Salzburg. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting that sort of vibe, but I'm just, think, I'm just picturing you instead. Yeah, Can you remember remember Aguero's goal it. against Liverpool when he did that? Yeah. So I, I was thinking, that's uh, same was, as that's you, exactly I couldn't remember like. who Salah scored against, mm. but I was yeah. thinking them too. So it was like from a tight angle, so it was like, it was a good finish, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You were not expected to score it, but yeah, in kids football, obviously you used to shoot from loads of different ranges, so yeah. I was quite surprised to get it. like a nice you get booked for jumping in the crowd? I didn't, you know, the next... Funnily enough, one of my mates, um, Jack Murray. So if Jack's listening, we had in that game, we came back to draw three all and I came off after I'd scored that. I think Jack came on for me and he scored. I think he scored. He definitely got the next one. Oh, yeah. He might have got the third. I remember when he scored his second, he came over to me on the side. Then we're all jumping around. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's something that sticks in my mind from that game. I don't know. Just one thing. It's a bit random, but I don't know if you remember this. when, um, And we would have all been the same age, obviously. But when they introduced those sort of that tape that went across the side of the pitch, oh to yeah, stop the FA fair play to yeah. stop parents yeah, from yeah. jumping <laughs> on the pitch and using the ref. I remember it was the other way around a lot of the time. I remember we we played uh, Ashton on Mersey once, and they had this lad. It, it was quite um, a bit of a rivalry at the, rivalry at the time in the league because we we were both I think we were both vying for the league, and they had a really mouthy lad who kept just insulting one of our parents, like <laughs> calling him every name under the really? sun. Yeah, and I swear, if if he was 10 years older and that tape wasn't there, yeah. that, lad, that lad would have been finished. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> I'm surprised his parents weren't telling him to stop or whatever. No, it's weird with Saturday-Sunday league, isn't it? You get yeah. some parents that are kind of more respectful, some most are in between, and then you get some that are just like... And normally it kind of mirrors onto the kids as well. Yeah. Definitely. You know what they say. But yeah, I think bringing it back to your goal of the season award, I remember I got got one of them once. We kind of went for the standard awards and then I remember about, it must have been about 2016, we got rid of the like most improved one because when you're 16, 17, 18, you don't really, it's not an award you want to be. It's just like mm. saying who was really not great last year. To be season. fair, it can, it can actually be it used can, well it, it when it's improved. I think it's a good award when you're younger as a po like because yeah. obviously you're developing it's mm. but when you get to that age as you mm. say it's yeah, to be, yeah, yeah, to be fair, it's one of them where if it actually reflects development then fair enough. Yeah. But, uh, I think it got replaced with a goal of the season. And I remember just doing two people shooting on the weak right, bottom yeah. left, and it's like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I remember oh I remember dabbing celebration, the only oh, no. time but you were dabbing at seven years old. No, I was. No. I was oh, he God, invented I was, the dab. I was about yeah. seventeen. Jack, Jack Hill invents the dab. Oh, I was about sixteen, seventeen. Oh, okay, we're moving on a bit. Yeah, that. did a bit of a Cruyff or two, and then 
Oh, and it was the worst dab you've ever seen as well. I've never been as in recreated. When you scored it, you dabbed straight away, or was no, it? He dabbed as, he, as so. he shot, he dabbed. I remember dad was like disappointed. What on earth are you doing? Yeah, he walked off. so embarrassed on the side. You, you had to walk home after that match, didn't you? Tell me about <laughs> it. Only from Altrim, just, <laughs> just an hour and a half walk. <laughs> right, so if we're moving it on, we're going to talk about kits. Okay, so uh, as you can probably tell us, well, as you can probably tell, as what tend to, tended to be the general consensus is that everyone would fancy a, an Adidas or Nike kit, yeah. even though we all thought we'd sponsored by them, but in fact it just turned out you had to pay more for a more expensive <laughs> kit. So what, what were your kits looking like? I'll start with you, George. Colours, well, I think logos. Yes. So I think ours was, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Nike, but... I feel like Big it was books. It's quite it was and it was like nice nice stripes yellow yellow and black um like a wasp Kaiser Chiefs maybe it's kind of yeah it was okay. to be honest for a junior kit it was very nice like compared to some that you'd see um obviously we weren't the best team but it was it was a a nice looking kit definitely and I think oh what was my color I think I wore either gray or I feel like I had a green top as well. Were you a keeper that wore the long padded pants or were you a shorts or trackies no, kind of guy? I was shorts and socks. Hardcore. Yeah. I can I'm still remember in the Premier League, genuinely, Andreas Isaacson used to play for City in about 2006-07 <laughs> and him wearing genuine trackies <laughs> in, a, in a game. I remember there was a keeper in the World Cup. Who did it? Was there uh, Is that yeah. Hungarian one? Is it? That's yeah, the yeah. one. No, it's not Golatsky, but... Or it might is he be the a RB Leipzig one? It wasn't. I don't think like he's a really seen. old keeper. Yeah, he's, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's retired now. But, but that was iconic. What, right. what about you, Jack? Um, we had it was kind of, the color was always kind of a staple of blue, so it varied. Our first ever one was like really dark navy. Mm. I think we were sponsored by Carlotti, iconic. Um, and then moved to I think we had like um, blue and light blue stripes, and then that went from three blocks to two blocks i want to say well like blackburn rovers type kind of uh, not really sorry i think it stayed at three but then when we were our oldest Porto. Kit, yeah yeah <laughs> our oldest kit was really nice that was it was navy and I can't, who we were sponsored by i can't remember it like joma or so, it might be was it joma was that? That's the, that, isn't that the kit manufacturer yeah oh not sponsored by sorry but um yeah. the manufacturer was just that's, that's <laughs> stand, standard junior kit yeah, yeah. um yeah, mikey for us, I can't remember who made the kit, but we had a, for Elton and Walsh, it was always a baggy, like, orange, black and white. So we had these big, you know, like, turtleneck collars? Yeah. It was a bit like that. It was made out of that, like, kind of material That was the our top. first one, too. And everyone's shirt was long sleeves. So I always used to do roll-up and an undershirt underneath. Oh. I, I always used Sauce. to do, Yeah, so the kits were quite baggy, though. They were... I mean, the material as well was quite like I don't know what material it was. It was quite. You're the one that like when you rubs against you, it's quite scratches. Yeah, I remember quite a lot of our team ended up wearing vests underneath just yeah. because it'd scratch you. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I think that just reflects kits in general of how yeah. times moved on. I remember, let's say, as our first kit, really baggy, high collar. Uh, genuinely, it could probably still fit me until I was <laughs> sixteen, um, and I stopped wearing it when I was about eight. But yeah, no, George, was your kit one of the baggy nature or is it more tight-fitted in Brighton? It wasn't too bad, I don't think. But then I, I remember, I do remember a few in my time, but I don't think it's Seaford Wasps, but I didn't really wear that. I, I played that field a few times, but no. I, I was saying, go, you can just tuck your top in a bit and you're all right. Fair play. And posing a question to you both, I don't know if you two will have seen this, it just goes 
by each experiences, I suppose, each of our experiences, I suppose. But I remember a couple of times, I can't remember the team names, but we've played against teams with players' names on their backs. Ooh, so you've nah. got the number. Even in adult football now, you still see it. For example, yeah. there's a team which has... Oh, their own names or... or yeah, so there's like, a team now yeah. that has, yeah, the first name and then the bottom name. Yeah, but then actual, when we were younger, it was sur some surname teams. Yeah. I think having a team name is acceptable or a, spon a sponsor on like the bottom yeah. bit. So I think I've had that at some points, but having your own name at that level is a bit keen. I know. Yeah, it comes to mind. I can't think of any teams in particular, but it does come to mind that when you turn up on a Saturday and you'd see the other team warming up and they'd have their own names on the back of the shirt and you were kind of mm. like a bit taken back by it. It's not what you usually see. I yeah, know. yeah. Um, one of them for memory books, I think. But if we're talking about the best teams you've played, have you got any potentially claim to fames or or potentially someone you might have played with who's gone on to do something in any walk of like life or a team that were just exceptionally brilliant and just battered you every time you played you? Yeah, I've got one. I remember we played... So it's a guy I went to school with. His name's... Obviously, I don't know if you know... Tom Hamer, his name is. He plays for Oldham now. I was going to say Huddersfield. No, he plays for. He's he's been at Oldham now in the first team for Ben Hamer's. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So um, Tom was Tom went to our school. He was in the same year as us. He was in a lot of the same classes, and he played for. I think it was a team called Roach Dynamo that was around. That us. was the team. Yeah. Who has I was I didn't mention, but the team I play against yeah. that has the names on the top and the bottom. And I remember when we were about twelve or thirteen, we played them in the cup. And I remember Tom was I think Tom played in centre midfield or something. And I remember him beating us about thirteen nil. And <laughs> he, obviously he ran all over us. And yeah, he's now at Oldham. I think he captained them on the last day of last season. Oh, what wow. position? I think he plays right back now. But yeah, he's in the first team. George, I, I don't from the or top any of my absolute beating you took. As I, a I don't thing. remember. I know I have. Mm. I know there's been a few matches where it's been double figures against us, but I don't. I don't remember any sort of famous names. To be honest, I can't think of like yeah. not off the top of my head. Oh, no. Neither, to be honest. I was just came right. to light as I was thinking about uh, one team we used to play called North Trafford. Oh yeah. So they kind of took on. They were top of the league by a mile, but we there were too few teams in our league to get relegated. So I think we finished bottom two, like two years in a row, but had to stay in the league um, because of how the system worked and there was only like yeah. nine teams. That often happens, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. and the North Trafford took on a lot of academy players, gave them football before either moved on or stayed with them. I remember up front finding out that they had a lad from City who got released for being too selfish mm. and a lad... Bolton as well, and we lost fourteen two, and oh, yeah. we just got abs every time playing, just got absolutely demolished. <laughs> yeah. I remember, yeah. To be fair, I remember like this is when Brighton were in League One, League Two over these years. But I remember a lot of there'd always be a, a lot of lads just over the years who I've met or known who've like played for uh, Brighton Academy. But it's yeah. always when you're like, I always find a bit of a grey area when when you've got people playing for like those academies at like nine, ten, eleven, because like okay, they're in it, but then. So just a League One academy, and that's when Brighton played. At, we trained at a university back then. Really? So yeah, before Union we had of Brighton. Uh, it was, uh, I believe, it was either Uni of Brighton or Brighton University. We got there's two in the city, oh. um, and they just trained on some little pitch. Yeah, and then, so um, I don't. It was, I'm sure it was, a, it was quite prestigious to be to be part of that, but it's nothing compared to what it would be now. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I don't think we actually had. I, I've, I've never played 
junior football with someone mm. of note, uh, unless you count average Sunday league box to box midfielders, <laughs> Max Allardyce, as yeah. um, <laughs> as as that. I mean, I think the only thing we've done to note, I remember, is in the Cheshire Cup, we mm. basically got put in at one of the lower rounds, got a couple of buys, ended up in about the last 16, um, beat this team, but <laughs> we got to the quarterfinal, we were basically playing this team who we knew were very good and we were not very, we were all right, but... Bit average. Yeah, bit average. And um, mine and my mate's tactic as we got there first was to try and prove our worth by smashing every penalty as hard as we could over the over the bar to make it look like we were just like the worst players oh going. No. Clearly got in the heads and yeah. won three two the Did last you? minute winner. Yeah, well you can put that victory down to you definitely. <laughs> but th- it ended up that this team we beat had beaten uh, Altrincham under 18s. Oh wow! Yeah. So and there was a lad in our year, uh, Ferg, who was playing for them, and we were like, Ferg, we're better than you. Thing is that how old are you at that age? Uh, Seventeen. Okay, that's quite old. Yeah, fair. I mean, I, so if we're talking about that age, I remember. So I played for a team called Polgate Town. Played in orange and black. You know, the yellow, black, orange, black combos. Yeah, I like them. Smart. Um, Typical. And to be honest, I I'd stopped playing amateur football at this point because I stopped playing after I was in goal. Um, kind of came, played at secondary school that time, like we mentioned last week. Mm. Um, but then pretty much stopped playing like competitive football. Um, apart from the odd match or so, um, and then joined this team at 16, and then didn't know my position because obviously I, I wasn't good in goal anymore. I like to think I used, I used to be, but then um, and I was I kind of spent I played a bit of striker, a bit of left mid, a bit of left back, and then I've kind of finally narrowed it down to centre back now, which I really enjoy, mm. which we had a bit of success with with the uni team. Indeed. But I mean my favourite memory of like the last Saturday team I played for, so Polgate Town under 18s. Went, went away to this, um, well, it was on a county pitch, but it was their under 18, so it was quite a big old pitch. And then there was 10 of us starting. Only one of only one of, us, uh, one of the guys was like too hungover or something, so he just didn't even end up coming, or he came like in the second half. And we ended up winning. So I was up front this match, actually. Oh, so we, we must have, I know, but I was just there as the target man. I was quite tall, well, same height as I am now at this point, 16, 17. And um, just... Working hard for the team, you know, probably playing what was that four four one, that was pretty <laughs> much our formation. But we won, we won three two, hardest game I've ever played because we were just if you imagine ninety minutes of ten men versus eleven, mm. um, and ended up winning. And so that's like one of one of like my best sort of memories. And also this pitch had a big old stand as well, so it felt oh, like nice. quite a big match. Yeah. So I'd say that was when we were about seventeen. Nice. Yeah. I think yeah, we although we got to the semi final, we then played team called Heswall who you know so you know when you turn up and you see a warm-up and you've got the two types of team the one that does us the casual knock around yeah we're ready and then the others the proper warm-up like looking quite serious and it either goes one or two ways you're either absolutely brilliant or you're rubbish yeah um and unfortunately this team were very good and they they played like a three five two mm. but like th- just it actually worked Oh, in yeah. youth football, and we we only got beat three 0 and then they eventually won it. But, jeez, yeah, it could have been more embarrassing, I suppose. Mm. Mikey, have you ever, like George mentioned there, in terms of stadium, have you ever ended up in a final or anything and got to play in front of uh, yeah. about thirty seats? <laughs> yeah, we um, Bolton Stadium. Really? So, yeah, Bolton. We got to um, I think it was two thousand and eight or nine. We got to, you know, like you you had a. 
I think you had a regional cup and like a league cup. Yeah. And our league cup, the it was a Berry and Bolton, like the league was Berry and Bolton. So the final of the League Cup every year was held at the like then it was the Reebok. So yeah, we got to we got to play on there. It was mm. uh we got beat five one. Uh, Where were you playing at the team. time? I was at Elton Walsher. Surely, surely not the full Bolton pitch though. No, it was like there was like ten different finals going oh, yeah. on at the same time. I think it was about under nines or something. So like you had the little sectioned off bits, yeah. but yeah, I'll we got to what, play on there. And, uh, I don't know about you, Jack, but I, I've also played at a football league stadium. Um, so at the Inner Sea for Wasps days, uh, one of the guys called Will, his uncle was a physio for Millwall. Um, so I remember one day we went all went up there, got like three tickets on the front row, and then at half time we got to go on the pitch and um, play them on the corners. Like, nice. And, like, you often see that in football now. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a good memory. I remember like trying really hard, like <laughs> being like, oh yeah, if I impress, like not think I get signed up, but you try, you're on that big pitch. It's yeah, half time, yeah. and uh, but that's, that was a good memory. Uh, I can't eat, I can't match that. You t- it's two of you have outdone me there oh, with and football. That, that was stadiums. also my first championship game. I saw Millwall in the championship before I saw Brighton, just because we were crap. Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting behaviour. <laughs> but yeah, no, not not played at football league stadium. Remember because we won the oh got to, to the semis of the cup previous year in our last season of football, um, we got into Cheshire Cup again, like on a bye that we we'd previously got in because we won the league and then got in on a buy this time not on a buy sorry on a um, merit of doing well in the previous year and i think the first round was at Vauxhall motors under 16s we were under 18s oh yeah um but we didn't we didn't play on their we, basically they had two pitches one with a ground the other one was just a very good pitch but it was just like a a, a standard pitch and we just got battered by a load of 15 and 16 year olds basically sounds like um last year of the uni team yeah exactly (laughs) which we'll save for next episode (laughs) yeah but yeah and last last and final point um before we move on so we've got i just want you to kind of sum up for me the hardest player you could play against in junior football what pos- it might be based on your position or what kind of attributes do you think makes the perfect junior footballer? See, I mean, it's always, yeah, when you're in defence and I play in defence a lot, it's always always that really fast winger. But then it's not always when they're just fast because sometimes you can you can kind of like drop back a bit or whatever. And then but it's always when they're like some former academy player and they're rapid and they're also like got a sick first touch, really technical, they nutmeg you. I remember like, Playing for a uh, this is more, even more recently before I started uni with I was play, I joined a team of my mates but like you now, um, and we played against this, this team called Skeins and we were cl- we called Plumpton our team. Plumpton. And, yeah, Plumpton Town. Plumpton is it? Uh, Maybe Plumpton Village even. It was a small team. Um, good bit of fun. But I remember we played this team and I I was at centre back. Came on for my friend Connor who was injured, um, and there was this guy who's about twenty five, but he's called Mark. I don't know his surname, but um, he was about twenty five. One of these really good players who used to be in the academy when he was younger and don't know what don't know what he'd be doing now, but just playing casual football, and he was sick. I was I could not handle him. He was couldn't, a couldn't striker, technical, small, bit of a Neil Malpe type of player, you know. My, very nice. Um, so, Mikey, have you got? A, can you liken him oh, to also a just before you move on? I just want to give a shout out to uh, Alex Bates, who still plays for Skane Till. Does he? Yeah. So dedication, uh, one club man. Uh. Uh, he's played. He's played for a few, but I think that's his uh, first adult team. But uh, he's always on the bench, so I like it, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and Mikey. Yeah, I said quick. Then I think playing out wide a lot. I always used to hate playing. Obviously, it's a bit 
cliche, but obviously quick wingers. So obviously it meant tracking back a lot. And I remember particularly we played, um, I think it was when we were about under 13s, under 14s, we played a team called Brandelson Warriors, which were like a local team. We played them more or less every year. And um, a guy that I know well now, Max Nicholson, him and his twin used to play either wing and they were just unbelievably quick. And I remember we played them away one year and we lost about five or six nil and I had an absolute howler chasing Max up and down the wing all afternoon. <laughs> Sounds like you did a lot of attacking. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get in there half, mate. <laughs> just everything down the size. But yeah, I think quick, them players. And then also like, it was like George was saying before, we always used to have quite a small team. So when you used to turn up and the other team had a like a six foot, striker mm. or centre-back or someone who would just... Like some sort of man-child who's yes. just hit puberty before everyone else. Yeah, That was us, to be fair. Until we were about... Yeah, most teams probably grew at about 13, 14, 15. We were like 15, 16, 17. Um, so, yeah, we struggled in that department. But I'd probably say in specifics, just a, a full-back that pushes on and is good. Mm. Yeah. So you've often... I remember Jamie Carragher was saying, you never want to be a Gary Neville. You're either... Uh, a failure of a right midfielder or a <laughs> failure of a centre back. Yeah, I, I think it's arguably arguably changed in the modern game now. Yeah, yeah. It, not not so much now, but I remember quite a lot of centre backs that are slow and pushed out wide or right mids that can't defend. But if you get an actual fullback that can play it and like gets up and down, does the business, sort and you have to track them. Sunday league Arawan Bissaka type player, <laughs> <laughs> and you have to track them. Honestly, it's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think we'll end there. Thank you very much for listening. In two weeks time we will have another episode the final episode which will be focusing more on the latter ages of junior football and adult football yeah and then also i didn't mean i was going to do it today but um i've got my my david beckham story which i'll i'll mention next week oh, it's a you, good one it's a good clickbait mate you've got everyone people going for the series i like that <laughs> yeah. he's been doing journalism for longer than yeah <laughs> just learning the skills it's uh the nine grounds worth it <laughs> Right, so thank you very much for listening. Thank you, boys, for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Talking through some of our experiences, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.